0: Hey, what's up everybody? Today is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Welcome to Big Screens and TV Streams Live from the Grand Forks' best source studios. I'm Dale. Joining me as always is Vister Victor. Hi
1: guys. How you doing today? It's always a nice day to be here.
0: Even in the bitter cold, we have going on this last last week winter finally realized, "Hey, it's January and February. It's time <laughs> to get back to crazy sub-zero mania in North Dakota." Uh, Winners, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It's cold as Mr. Freeze's ball. <laughs>
0: oh, it's so cold. Oh, hey, that's a that's a five-star analogy right there. I dig it. All right. Paul is rock- rocking the production booth right now. He'll be with us momentarily. And I guess I, I forgot to mention this last week, but... Uh, I have a little news note to kick off the show. We got a website. So uh, bigscreensandtvstreams.podbean.com. Once again, bigscreensandtvstreams.podbean.com. You can go there to stream or download the audio versions of the show, or you can find links there to subscribe to us Just the big screen show on many apps or search big screens and TV streams on your favorite podcast app. And uh, it's like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you find podcasts. So, yeah, pretty good options just to make it easier to find and listen to you on the go, the audio version of the show. so. Um, other than that, uh, kind of quick news item to kick off the show with here. Actually, let's, uh, let's jump into our first ad actually to kick off the show. We're going to give a shout out to Southtown Poorhouse where every day is a great day at the Southtown Poorhouse. You want to make sure to stop in there for your favorite drinks and of course, happy hour where it's buy one app, get one half off every day from six to eight. Can't forget about their $3 burgers on Tuesdays and their awesome steak specials on Thursday from five to eight. Also, make sure to check out their website, SouthtownPorehouseGF.com, to find out when your favorite band is playing live. Right now, this coming weekend on Friday, they have Drive playing, and on Saturday, Jacked Up will be rocking the, the dance floor there at Southtown Poorhouse. So every day is a great day at the Southtown Poorhouse. They're located at 2015 Library Circle next to the Grand Cities Mall, and they're open Tuesday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m., they're looking to hire too, so make sure to stop in there and ask for inquiries about what positions are open. Okay. So, Paul, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Oh, one sec there. I don't think your audio picked up on that phone, even got the. Vo- oh, there we go. It's been. Act- that one's been a little on the fritz. I think it's happened once or twice this yeah. last week or so.
2: Yeah, it sounds about right. Everything here just goes to shit.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but, uh,. But yeah, got an awesome show lined up today. Some a few movies are going to be reviewing, and you know, Oscars. You know, we thought last year's Oscar season was going to be just your regular run the mill boring Oscars, but boy were we wrong. <laughs> that was a pretty crazy Oscar season last last uh, show. Of course, with a slap heard around the world. Uh, I guess, speaking of Will Smith, I for some reason, I was motivated. You know it's you know a good Will Smith clip, I thought, for one of his big acting moments in a scene for TV or movies over the years? Do you have, like, a favorite Will Smith scene, either of you for off the top of your head, off of any, anything he's been in over the years?
2: Fresh Prince Bel-Air, when he breaks down crying with... Uh Uncle Phil. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, I
0: watched uh, that clip off of YouTube the other day. I, for some reason, it came to mind, and I'm like, holy crap, Will Smith is amazing. And just the way that he transitioned into that, too, wasn't it like... It took, well, did, yeah. you don't know
2: the story behind that.
0: How did it go? It was actually because of his father. Yeah,
2: it, it, was, or... it was real.
0: Oh, cr- oh, so he just, like, found out about it? or No, he, no he, he, yeah. like he
2: literally broke down because that was, like, he lost, like, his father left him when he was a child, so it was, like... Real to him,
0: yeah. Oh, okay, he's, yeah, he's so, got a lot of c- kind of like art imitates life. Then uh, on, the, on the show, just he, he knew where to dr- draw from, and he didn't have to like really dig deep for that. No, it, presumably,
1: it, 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 that show, whole show, was basically his autobiographical moment in a sense. So, yeah, that, yeah. that was.
0: Yeah, that was, that was such a powerful scene. I just, for some reason, I was like, I remember that being a really good episode. of You know, it's, you always have the sitcoms do the stereotypical on a special episode of, quote-unquote, that's when they do, where all the actors get serious, a big serious theme once or twice a season. And for some reason, I just came came to my mind the other day, and I was like, I, I should watch that clip. It's been many years since I saw it. Yeah that, yeah,
2: that scene, he wasn't supposed to break down like that.
0: Oh, he wasn't? Okay. I no, guess I had no idea about the behind-the-scenes mm. stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, just, yeah, a fantastic fantastic scene all around
1: i mean he was supposed to get angry but yeah when he he took it like a hundred levels more and, and they and just let it, him roll with it yeah huh? they just said no just let let him go let him go so and it, it turned out to be one of the most iconic moments of his career so um right. especially that following up after that after that prognific uh powerful and uh prolific scene uh, as i was saying before uh he Literally fell that up with Independence Day, which I was really, really, really happy about. That was still one of my favorite moments, just from Fresh Prince to that, because he could have kept going with the show. But movies and TV, I think... For him, TV was special to him, especially with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But he continued to go further with movies, which is he first started with Independence Day. He did well. He did start out with Six uh, Degrees of
0: Separation. That was a big, he kind of like a supporting role, but that kind of just paved the way for bigger and better well, things. Well, even for
1: him. even with well, because there was a golf movie first. He did with uh, Matt Damon and Charlize Theron. And then, of course, he was supposed to be gay in that movie, but then he refused to do it. And it became... It wasn't a big scandal or anything. He just refused to do it. And they were talking about it and saying, well... You know, the sense of bad message, and it just it just became something of a double-edged sword a little bit. So Probably a
0: risk for him in that stage of his career or something you didn't want to take or well, something in well, a different well, era.
1: Well, he was just getting started, and yeah. with the Fresh Prince of Bella, that was a springboard for his career, and it turned out to be one of the greatest yeah. springboards, and then it Absolutely. came into Independence Day, which I loved, because, like I said, he could have kept going with television, but I think movies were his forte
0: hey if anyone in the live chat is watching us here too you want i'm curious to see what anyone in the live chat your favorite will smith moment from a tv show a movie a quote a scene or just a favorite movie or tv show in general
2: there is another one that um the emotion that he brings out of it i mean the fresh prince one was like i think that that was natural and real but Mm. um the movie where he gives up all of his organs Oh yeah. oh yeah, seven, I, pounds. seven yeah, pounds. Yeah, because yeah, he fantastic movie. Yeah, because he lost his uh, his daughter, or
0: he no he is, accidentally uh, he was he was uh, texting and driving, and he accidentally killed like a whole who's the only survivor of a bus full of uh, passengers. It may have had, no, had one no. of his kids, right? Oh no, he killed like he collided head on with another vehicle that had a van full of passengers. It might have been kids or because something like that, right? The,
2: because the. Uh, In the movie, at least the one I'm thinking of, Mm -hmm. he meets this girl like in like they're going on dates and everything. But the you end up finding out that it was actually his wife. Yeah, that was him and
1: Rosario Dawson. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and that was seven pounds. Yeah, that was seven pounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they they have the jellyfish
0: in there too, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, Yeah. and and so when he sits down and watches the the video Mm -hmm. of the two of them with their daughter, Mm. like in him breaking down, like that was Mm. that was pretty. I, I think I think Will Smith is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Oh, he's a
1: brilliant actor. That the, the same I would say for his performance in uh, *Pursuit of Happiness*, which yep. it, which is for anyone who doesn't know, it is actually a real story of. Uh, It was based on a man who lost his home, his job, his wife, and it was just him and his son, and they were, you know, living in bathrooms, and he was trying to get a job, he was trying to sell this very heavy uh, kind of computer equipment that nobody really wanted, especially in New York City. Um, and weirdly enough he's actually in the movie uh, but you have to watch the movie to see uh, if you can spot uh, the real um, I forget his name Chris uh, character the movie's based off yeah. makes a, care, a cameo a, yes but he, he he is in there and yet, like I said it's a blink and you'll miss moment that he Will Smith actually walks past him in one of the shots and you'll have to again blink and you'll I miss I still need
0: to see that movie that's not on my bu- my bucket list I need to catch I always heard fantastic things about Pursuit of Happiness oh it's
1: so beautiful and what oh you haven't seen even, that? no I need Oh, it's, yeah, fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah. What fantastic. made it more beautiful was that his that little boy is actually his real son.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, yep. it was real one of the first
2: Jaden rolls, right? Yep. Yeah, was. he turned into a little weirdo.
1: I think they tried to make him <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did, but but in a good way because I think they tried to make him way too much like his father, and they tried to make him live up to just like his dad. He is not cool. his dad. But,
2: oh, good. Look. But good. Uh, I mean, looking at his mom, I can see why. <laughs>
0: Well,
1: yeah, she's she's a piece of work—that's for sure. <laughs> but we that digress. Uh, I
0: just want to mention real quick. Yeah, the yeah, Cami Awards announced uh, all their Oscar nominees for this year's uh, ceremonies. You're not going to run them down, but I just figured I mentioned like the key, like three or four main categories here to see what you guys think here. So, nominees for the best picture here's the um, will be up for the big award of the show. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Way of Water, Banshees of Insurance, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of S- Sadness, and Woman Talking. I think I've only seen, I want to say, three and a half of those. I just started Tar yesterday. I got about halfway through it. I'm a, I, still need to, I still need to finish it, but, uh, yeah, this, this is a long movie. <laughs> it
1: yes, is, it but, is very long. Yes, it is, but it, it, trust me, it's worth oh, yeah, I'm, it. It's yeah, very, yeah, I'm it, about you know. halfway
2: through it. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, way, it's way worth it, trust me. It, uh, like to like
2: Dale it. said, it, it's a very dialogue
0: Heavy movie yeah we were talking yep. about it before the show earlier and you gotta be you got be in the right mindset for those like tarantino's very dialogue heavy mm. but as long as you know once you're in that right mindset for it i i I love the first half from what I've seen mm.
2: I think it's I think it's interesting I, I, I will finish it mm. yeah it is interesting as far as uh, the nominees um, well I'm gonna say i'm Going to say that Top Gun Maverick is going to take it. Really,
1: I, I want to say that it take it, but I I have to go with everything everywhere all at once. Just because, my gosh, what a movie that you had to sit through. That, that with is that such a, I, and but, an
0: international film too.
1: But
2: no, I, and I'm not saying that I think Top Gun should win it. Mm. I'm saying that I think it's going to
0: win it. Oh, that the Academy will if vote you, for the, it.
2: But yeah. the everything every everything everywhere all at once. I'm surprised that that's even on the list. I wouldn't I, I would like be, one of those
0: edge case picks yeah I, wouldn't I, 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 w- because, I would not be
1: well, because what was it it's Michelle Yeoh which is she's an incredible actress not only that she's a badass martial artist in her own right um, she is the first Asian to ever be nominated secondly for an Oscar twice so was I know the first she,
2: one Crouching Tiger or? Yeah,
1: yeah that was the first one she okay. was ever nominated for so I know she'll win this one this year hopefully See
2: Avatar early. I don't see that winning um i could see it winning like best special effects oh but yeah I, if, I don't see it winning best J- picture ha- J-
1: james can i well for him especially maybe best picture yes but maybe for james cameron director yes cuz he's won oh i'm with you it, for Titanic, it has
0: so. to win it has to pretty much run the board for all the technical categories all the special there's like 4 or 5 of them i imagine i
1: think yeah, it's nominated for a good
0: chunk of them
2: top gun is just it's just way too popular they're they're not going to not give it to him
1: they might i i will say this for tom cruise i mean they've snuffed him a lot over the years and i mean for this one they can't snuff him it's too late and like paul said it's way too popular to snuff now so you you got to get on board with it and
2: honestly i wasn't a fan of elvis
1: i didn't think i didn't I lo- think it was that good i liked elvis i loved uh, austin butler did a fantastic job as as elvis presley and my gosh i mean right after that i mean Priscilla's uh, daughter had passed away so suddenly. So I mean, that kind of just comes kind all of, into kind
2: play. Of, what's What's funny is that I haven't even heard of Western Front, Fablemans, or The Banshee of Initiation. I think there's
0: like one or two of these movies that still have to have a major theatrical uh, release. Still, they've only had official releases on the, like film festival circuits. So. Oh yeah, and, well, then,
2: and it's then John Rodeo been... talking about this triangle of sadness and, uh, and I, I haven't heard of like any of these
1: movies. Well, I well, and the reason why is because. All these ones, so like Triangle of Sadness, uh, of course, uh, Banshees of... Uh, hopefully I'm saying this right. In oh, please Again, sorry if I'm butchering it. Um, it's a good movie by Malcolm McDonough. Very good director. Um, and of course, All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Women Talk. These were all independent movies. And because they were all independent movies, they didn't have enough mainstream movies except for... Avatar, Way of Water, of course, and they had, of course, Top Gun, Tar, and most of them. So even The Fablemans, too, th- this was all they had to rely on for mainstream because most of every movie that they were going to do for mainstream, they haven't even been released yet. So Well,
0: like, it's kind of a common thing, too, for some of these more uh, prestige indie films, too. They kind of yeah. intentionally hold off release till like, very late in the year. They'll have, like, a, a, a deliberate, uh, very small, limited theatrical engagement, very limited screens, enough to qualify to be that they released in 2022 to get nominated for the awards. Then they'll have like a major rollout right when it's time for the award ceremony. So that's kind of the case there. Um, It's interesting to bring up Austin Butler and Elvis there, Victor, because he, from what I hear, he's the front runner for best lead actor nominee there to go get that award.
1: I want him to win. He did, and he did very incredibly well. Not only did he sound like Elvis, but he sang like Elvis. And there's not a lot of voice coaches in the world. I'm sure there are, I, but that could make you sound just Paul, like. The I think.
2: Kid. I think the the most difficult thing that he had to do as playing Elvis was to move like Elvis. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what Elvis is
0: known for. Yeah. Paul, said, even though he said you weren't a fan of the movie, you say his performance is like pretty no, uh, star making. There, I, I
2: love. I I really like the actor. Uh, I just. I thought the movie could have been better. Right. I, th- I think they could have done a better job of, uh, you know, laying out Elvis's life.
0: I mean, I kind of felt the same way with Brendan Fraser for The Whale. I'll kind of talked about it last week that he's nominated for Best Actor. I mean, I still really like The Whale, but uh, and I thought Fraser's performance was freaking phenomenal. Just parts of the movie I, I wasn't weren't a home run with me, but I still still like for the most part. But uh, I
2: mean, I, the reason I didn't like the Elvis one so much is because Elvis was so huge, and I mean, he had you know he was, he was in movies, he was in all this kind of all this stuff. And I just don't think the movie really gave me that impression that he was, like, such a, a superstar.
0: Mm. That, he, that he kind of transcended music.
2: The, yeah, and, and I mean, the end of the movie, you know, when he's, like, performing, when he's, you know, like, overweight and all that kind of stuff, that was pretty good. But, like, I didn't like Tom Hanks' character. And, I you know, I, there was just a lot of things I didn't like about the movie. I but. think
1: it's just because, like Paul said, he he had lived such a prolific life, and it was it's kind of hard to capture all that in so many minutes. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, and you don't want to oh, make yeah. a very long movie because then people are like, oh, this is boring. It's well, this long. is his life, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You have to kind of talk about it. It's not like you know Rocket Man where you have to sit with him and actually talk about all you the know, problems yeah. he went through. So I mean, it's not it's sad, but it, that's what it is. That's his life.
0: It's, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm with you. Um. So. Oscars are going to be on March 12th on ABC, and uh, I did note on here too, Everything Everywhere All at Once is the top nominated film with 11 nominations, so yeah. that could be a good maybe little foreshadowing for maybe one of the top contenders for Best Picture, but we shall see. I'm looking forward to yeah. maybe doing a mini recap of it to kick off our okay. show after the Oscars, so stay tuned, folks, but we're going to kick things <laughs> off with our first review Pauly said you saw this one on, I believe, Amazon Prime video. Uh, Lamborghini, man behind the legend. And I'm I, this one just went underneath my radar. I must have missed it. Uh, but the IMDb synopsis is it's about the life and career of Lamborghini founder Ferruccio Lamborghini. And I saw it originally hit theaters this past November here. So only just a few months old. So, yeah. yeah. Were you familiar with this one before, too? Or no, no? I,
2: I, was, I was just looking for something to watch. And this popped up. And I'm like, I love Lamborghinis. Like, I've, like that's the car I always wanted to buy and own. And, you know, you got Frank Grillo, who I think is a fantastic actor, too. I like pretty much everything that he's in. What's
1: been a couple of roles he was in again? So um, he played Crossbones in Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He also did for, um, not Endgame, but for, uh, actually, yeah, for Civil War. He played for that in Civil War. So oh, yeah, he
0: had a little cameo in that one in the beginning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's
1: awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah but he's just had cameos, but he's had major movies that he's been in. Yeah. Um,
0: I know he has a John. face for. I'm just blanking. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah,
2: he even had a show where he uh, traveled the the country, looked like interviewing like martial artists and and stuff. Because he's he's a he's really big in the martial arts scene. And he he actually had a TV show too that I watched. The I think it was one season, but he owned a MMA gym, mm. and his uh, sons were were uh, fighters in it. It was a, it was a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna to to do some research on this guy. Oh yeah, Frank Girly. He's got he's got all kinds of good stuff. But going so, back to this, uh, kind
0: of like a biopic about the uh, history and and the founder of Lamborghini. Then, huh? Yeah. And I had
2: no idea. I always, you know, uh, so you know, his last name is Lamborghini. His uh, uh, father owned a farm. He came back from uh, World War II, and when he was in the the uh, army or military, or whatever, he went into engineering. So he knew about you know, building vehicles. And the thing that I I had no idea about is that, so he put his dad's farm up to create a tractor.
0: So that's how Lamborghini has, has its roots for vehicles. Not, not sports cars or, or, you know, prestige luxury cars, but tractors, farm equipment.
2: Yeah. So he, he developed a tractor. Mm. And so I, I think it was Italy or where, wherever they're from, but yeah. So he had this major tractor company. So and that what year is around
0: about when they're starting out? Lamborghini, uh, yeah,
2: fifties, 50s.
0: fifties-ish. Yeah. Yep,
2: yep. Um, and so then he ends up becoming, you know, a very wealthy person with this, you know, tractor industry. Hmm. And he uh, sees Ferrari, and he says, "I own a bunch of Ferraris, and there's something wrong with them. The clutch hmm. sucks." Yeah. I and understand. he said, "I'm going to build a car that's better than Ferrari." Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's a really interesting story. Yeah, you showed me the trailer earlier today before the show, and I'm like, I was getting Ford versus Ferrari vi- vibes on this one all over again. Same about similar uh, feel for the, for this movie. I get a totally different movie. Totally different though. Okay. Totally different.
2: But it was really cool seeing like the because I, you know, the when I think Lamborghini, I think like the Countach. Mm. I, I you know, I think of that you know really sharp edged vehicle. Mm. I never actually saw like a like the original Lamborghinis. Mm. And they're very reminiscent of uh the supercars that you see now with their they're really bubbly and yeah. like curvy looking. Mm. And I looked it up and there was the uh Lamborghini Mi- Mira or something it yeah, was I called. Heard
1: of that. Yeah. And
2: at the end of the movie they say, you know, that uh the New York Institute of Arts said it is the most beautiful car ever made. It is. Oh, I've
1: seen I actually seen a lot of Lamborghinis, but I remember they did show it on one of the websites, and it's just a work of art. I don't know how you can get into the thing, but well, uh, well
2: for about two two to three million dollars, oh,
1: yeah, I was about <laughs> to say because my <laughs> gosh, I mean, how you can get yourself into that car and not fall or stumble upon it? It's it's really beautiful, but it's just hard to get into the thing.
0: I want to say from also from the trailer you showed me too, they, they kind of looks like they kind of jump. Back to the past and present a bit here, too, so you kind of get to see all eras of Lamborghinis. Would you say that's about uh, no, uh, no, no or it's, it's,
2: this is basically just the, 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 models start, of the start of the Lamborghini okay. industry? They don't even get into the 80s and like in so like the
0: 50s and 60s mostly, yep, cool, yeah. Does it like build up to like a big race at all? I know that te- uh, the trailer is kind of teasing that big rivalry with Ferrari and Lamborghini, yeah, or I don't no, know if that gets into spoilers.
2: It's more of a um, uh, not an analogy, I'm trying to think of but the the race between him and Ferrari of becoming the best supercar. Oh, okay. So it's not actually a race. It's like it's just a more of a competition. A a thought in his head of him racing Ferrari. Oh, if if that makes sense. Like dominating in
0: sales or popularity, of having
2: the best supercar. Yeah, and because he wanted greatness, that was his thing. But yeah, it's 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 you know it it is a. I, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's hmm. it's interesting, and I mean, like I said, I, and on Am- Lamborghini, who who, yeah, right. who doesn't want to own a Lamborghini? And I'm
1: Am- not going to say I want wanted to just yeah. because I like Paul. I thought they were just beautifully made cars. Well, like, I mean, if you
2: God. think of it, think of it. Would would you rather have a Ferrari or
1: a Lamborghini? In terms of clutch work, I would have a Lamborghini just because the work that they did on a Lamborghini, and I actually seen documentaries where they go into specifics of how it works and what really gives it that full like horsepower, like throughout. Because it's like Ford versus Ferrari in a sense. Because the what I loved about the movie, and especially because uh, I had actually heard of this movie as well, uh, much like Paul. Uh, it was, it was very unique because the way they talk about cars, they wanted to do, like Paul said, he wanted to do greatness. He wanted to not make, he's like, I don't want to make a car. I want to make something that you can literally rev up and, you know, not be a d- douchebag about it, but just like literally hear it. And you were like, dang, dude, that's your car. Yeah. Well, how much that sets you back for, you know, it's like, you're, you got this right out of a comic strip or something like that. Those are the kind of cars you want to show off to your friends, to your girlfriends, to everybody saying, this is my car.
2: So it, it was funny. I mean, and it's in the trailer, but, uh so when he unveils the very first Lamborghini, mm-hmm. Ferrari is at, you know, the convention mm-hmm. and he looks over at the owner of Ferrari and he's got all the press and everybody there and he mm-hmm. says, "If you want to be somebody, mm-hmm. you buy a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. If you are somebody, you buy a Lamborghini."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there there's your pull quote right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good stuff. <laughs> So, all right, yeah, I have to track this down. Uh, yeah, you definitely sold me on it. Yeah, so Lamborghini Man Behind the Legend on Amazon Prime Video. So, or, or I'm sure you can rent it anywhere too online also. So uh, uh, before we move on here, we're going to give a quick shout out here to uh, o oh for heavens Cakes, where there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homing baked good. And that's where o oh for heavens Cakes come in. They have the best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat. You know, just today I when I stopped in there. I'm like, all right, I gotta try something I didn't try before. So I had their Snickerdoodle cupcake, an actual Snickerdoodle on a cupcake with a cream and all the all the whole works. And it was like all their other ones, never disappointed. Another another fantastic uh, cre- creation from Over oh Heaven's Cakes. And while you're there, enjoy homemade lunch and soup with keto, gluten free, vegan, diabetic options. And if you're a business owner. You want to make sure to treat your employees to check out their monthly employee discounts. So, O for Heaven's Cakes, you got to make sure to find them. They're on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, and they're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, and on Saturdays from 9 to noon. You can call them up, 701-757-2253, or email O for Heaven's Cakes at yahoo.com. Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. That's O for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. And if you're looking for a cake job well oh for heavens cakes they're hiring make sure to stop in there and inquire for their opportunities and positions they have open all right so next up Victor, I think you're gonna fill our head with some awesome topics for us this week yes uh, I, I see the first one you got for us
1: here is uh why do people want you to hate well, I had actually had kept wondering this in my head, so I thought it was funny Um there is a there was a long time ago um where the girl i brought on here um oh yeah ago, several so. months back i'm trying to remember um, blanking on her name her <laughs> name is esther yes esther yes and she of course and i thought it was funny um <laughs> there was this incident and she she told me this this lie, or a ruse, or whatever she wants to, call, or whatever anybody wants to call it, that she had never heard in the teenage news before, and I thought, and I thought this was hilarious because, um, then I thought, okay, well, so it just it it just dawned on my mind where people I feel like. Whenever people feel like they have to tell you something or they tell you a lie and then they want you to like see how you would react to something they they want you to get mad, they want you to get angry, they want you to like literally go to the dark side with it. And I'm and I'm just just really like itching and wondering why do you why do you want me to be mad? Like why do you want me to hate you so bad? It's so.
0: like one of those weird gray areas, you know, where do you cross the line with a prank like that? If there's something to say about, you know, a friendly prank, then it's just something to do just out of sheer toxicity. Well, and that's
1: <laughs> and that's what really got me wondering, even like the the song by Disturb, uh, Love to Hate, just because I think there's so much that people want you to do, but you don't want to do, that that really just goes back to, you know, I could you know, dislike you or hate you, but then that'd be just too easy. So, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody thinks it's it's that clever because it's it's easy to as what was it robert Downey jr said it's easy to fall into despair and darkness and hatred but it, you know it's easy well hopefully
0: to- she didn't mean anything like super sinister by it hopefully it was just like a friendly prank maybe accidentally taken maybe a level too far than she intended or something
1: <laughs> for her i know for her i know it's it probably goes beyond that but because i had known her what like a month or so it's kind of it, it goes back and forth with me right. so i mean oh, i hear you That's that's what at least I think so.
2: Yeah, I think it's funny when uh, you you get people that uh, intentionally talk bad about somebody. Yeah, and then the the conversation is that person, you know, also talking, you know, let's just say talking shit or talking bad about that person. Mm. But the person that's talking bad actually likes that person. Yeah, they just want to pull out. Of the the other person, yeah. the the crap talking, of, yeah. and you know, just so they can go back and say, uh, "Yeah, that person just talked a bunch of crap about you."
0: And oh, yeah. I, I kind I, of bait I, them I, into saying, yeah,
2: something. Yeah, they, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They just bait them into you know talking bad about somebody, even though that they're friends. But they they'll they'll start out by saying something bad just to see what they can they can Which
1: you know feed was-
2: out of the other person
1: that kind of reminds me of my, when my grandmother said she said this to me and i thought she couldn't i couldn't keep a straight face when she said it because she's like honey listen folks are going to talk about you to the day you die and there's really nothing you can do about all that folks talk about me i mean it's not a big deal but it's also like what paul said you know they're trying to to reach mm-hmm. to get you to like hey that guy's talking yeah, shit about yeah, you. I'm, I'm yeah like, that's
2: not there's cool there's <laughs> friend of mine like in high school uh, apparently he passed away a while ago and you know i don't know what happened there but but he died way too young Sorry but he um he would constantly try to get me into fights mm. he would just go up to somebody and say that i was like talking bad about his girlfriend or mm. you know trying to or, or something along those lines mm. or, or he would come up to me and say that guy was like you know, talking this about you, and he would just completely made it up. Mm. He was just, he was just trying to get me into a fight, mm. and I'm just like, who does that?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> that,
1: exactly. Why? Yeah, that's a
0: weird, very weird, twisted sense of humor that he pro- yeah. probably think I don't know. Maybe just didn't realize, like, hey, this this humor,
1: something's off with this. <laughs> yeah,
2: but yeah, I mean, there there are people like that, and it's it, it
1: yeah, it, it sucks. It's it's, it's then, very interesting. Yeah. to why that's hilarious or why you get me into this
0: (laughs) so victor i got a feeling this may kind of segue into your other point for your fill your head segment for this week it's so easy to be good for people who would rather be bad because it's easy i'm probably i probably miss miss typed that a little bit there
1: (laughs) yeah and that's all right it's it's basically uh so me and my friend tom yesterday we had gotten to this uh conversation and he had told me um many things about his life and of course uh i and I and I told him, you know, he's like, I don't think people care. I said, I care. Um, he's like, out of many of my friends who don't care, I'm like, I, but I'm one of your friends that does care because I think it's a, I think it's also very unique how people say, because I told him one of in one of the uh, superhero um, videos that I'd watch. Uh, for Batman they had said being good should always be harder than being bad but see being good is an easy thing people can do it it's just that they would rather take the easy easy way out to be bad because everybody wants to be the villain but nobody wants to be the hero everybody wants to be Lex Luthor but nobody wants to be Superman everybody wants to be joker but nobody wants to be batman so to speak because it's so easy yeah you you find that uh
0: that that uh, line of thinking a lot as as people get older because they don't want to be the you know the stereotypical goody Mm two-shoes or uh or you know they want to be the cool bad
1: guy like Mm -hmm. you said
0: the joker or punisher anti-heroes right
1: but it's 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 not even about being a goody two-shoes though and i think you know because people think that these you know, so-called goody two-shoes don't have problems, and that's absolutely not true. Like, nobody's going to tell you that Peter Parker has an easy life. You know, he has tons of problems. Nobody's going to tell you that Batman has an easy life. He may be rich, but that doesn't make him happy. In Superman, everyone says, oh, he could have all these powers, he could do all these things, but he but that's the thing, though. It's not making his life any better. Just because you have superpowers does not make your life easier. And the same thing with non-superpower people. They have tons of problems that you don't see. You see it maybe from this point of view, but you don't see it from their other point oh, of yeah. view. Batman. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things, even in regular life. I don't know. Pe- I don't know, like, I know people, but I don't know you. I don't know your life because I'm not in your life. Like, right. I'm in your life, just not... In, in your life oh, yeah, like, every, on a daily basis, I
0: see I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, everyone has their personal and uh, professional, you know, doings, and you know, some good, some bad. Other people, you know, some people don't like to t- some people like to talk about, it. other people just like to yeah. keep it close to the chest. So,
1: well, I just I just found it funny because not in a ha ha way, but in kind of that you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I you know, when you say you you think I don't understand, I do because when he told me, you know, yeah, you'll never know my life. You're right. I'm not with you 24 hours a day, and I can't be, but if I was, I would say I do care, because when you say these friends don't care, I am in your corner. The only problem is, is when someone tells you, like, oh, you don't care about me, because this goes to another point I was going to mention, where this girl, I asked her, because I had known her for a long time, I had said why this guy? Why are you dating him? And then she's like, well, because out of many people, he was the only person in my corner. But see, that's just the thing. I was in your corner. Okay, but see what you did? You shut the door on me. How am I supposed to be your friend if you shut the door on me? How am I supposed to talk to you if you shut the door on me? I've had the door shut on me as well as metaphorically, as well as physically. So I can't really be your friend if I'm locked out. So I, and she kind of just didn't say anything because she was kind of like, huh, you know, maybe he's, he's right on that. Like, and I love how, because my dad does this too. Whenever I'm, it's not even about being right about something, but even just when I said what I said, he just gets, I love how people just get silent and don't say a word. And then they just walk away. It's (laughs) like, Okay, you could have just said, oh, all right, all right I, I, I agree with that, but okay, silence works better. Okay, <laughs> that, that's fine.
0: I think we've all been there. You, know, you Get those uh, big old family discussions, family arguments. Some people just, I know, I could be guilty of that a lot too, you know, get big old... The uh, argument at the family dinner table. Some like, oh, okay. I'm just going to stay silent because sometimes you know it could be just adding fuel to the fire. <laughs> you never you never know how how what what will escalate or deescalate a situation where things get intense. But yeah, uh, yeah, Victor yeah. never disappointed man. A ton of good food for thought there. You filled our heads with this week.
1: I always appreciate it.
0: <laughs> All right, so we're going to move along here. Um, the drop that I'm going to be reviewing that movie here. It's a Hulu exclusive original. And uh, yeah, this is directed by Sarah Edina Smith, who also made Birds of Paradise and Midnight Swim. And this has a kind of a the trailer, I think I, I, I noted on the upcoming releases segment here a couple weeks ago. It caught my eye. I'm like, hey, this sounds like an interesting concept where it follows a young married couple, new, newlyweds, uh, to a destination wedding for one of their friends at a resort on a tropical island. And they're Plans are thrown into upheaval because just shortly after they arrive on the island, uh, they're you know they're visiting friends. They're all getting their luggage, and like one of the uh, the bride kind of gives her newborn baby, or maybe like a year old at most, to uh, the the main actress of the film, uh, Anna Conkles character, Lex, and and like a, a bee or a moth or something is coming at her, and she goes to swat it away, and she drops the baby on the concrete. Ooh. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, the you know, what's supposed to be a nice you no know, weekend getaway for the wedding turns into everyone talking about her. And, hey, what what happened? What happened? What's she becomes a topic of conversation? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be an interesting concept. Let's see where it goes and unravels from there. Hmm. And so they got a big uh, cast of family members there. Some noteworthy longtime uh, comedy actors or a comedy. Well, like the main actress I mentioned, Anna Conkle, I recognized her on the Hulu exclusive show Pen Fifteen where. You know, she's. I'm a big fan of that show, but for those unfamiliar, it's like she she and another character. They're both in like their mid 30s, but they play. Eighth and ninth graders in that mm. show, so they're like playing characters that are half their age, and they kind of pull it off. So to see her be- play her actual age in here, I'm like, oh, I'm, her- oh wow, she's playing her actual age this time. This is weird. <laughs> you know,
2: I, 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 think that this is a really interesting concept. Yeah, you, know, you know, I haven't seen the movie or anything, but you know, mm. having children myself, like every time you hand off an infant, like yeah. you're like, please don't drop it, yeah. please don't drop yeah, right? it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine the horror. Yeah. Of like watching that actually like transpire and the person that did it, oh, like yeah. what they must feel. Oh like, yeah. 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 And so it is I, I could I could see how this could turn into a really really good movie yeah. if it was done properly
0: yeah unfortunately that they didn't do it properly here there's so many so many gripes i have for this film uh so many of the characters are they, they kind of go for that you know kind of like the theme of the, the main plot line there is that seinfeld style of uncomfortable comedy yeah so but they they just miss the mark on so many instances here where just so many of the characters are unlikable and the family you just can't get behind anyone because there's no one you want to root for because, you know, like Seinfeld and The Office, even though there's those are shows that specialize in uncomfortable comedy moments, though there's characters in both those shows you want to root for that are likable. Mm. And here... All these characters are slimy, no, they all suck. <laughs> so, no better way to say it. And it's just like no, no, this is this is bad the the writing there's so many bad just jokes and it's kind of like how you were mentioning a little earlier Victor on people trying to bait each other into saying negative things or they're like that just trying to just leech just negative uh toxic comments out of each other i mean all in the hopes of comedy but just they hit the mark so bad in here uh throughout i mean sure there's a couple of jokes that hit here and there but for the most part it's it could have been done way better i wasn't able to really just really because when we read it on like you like you like you mentioned paul when we when i read it on the uh, on the upcoming releases a couple weeks ago I'm, hey this is a great concept let's see where they go with it and uh no they're, they are they 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 missed big time on this one. I, I will give a recommendation, though, to another Hulu original Destination wedding movie. It was supposed to hit theaters, but it got pulled... During the pa- summer of the pandemic, because so many movies were getting pulled from theaters, Hulu gave them a big payday, or I guess Disney technically gave him a big payday for it. But Palm Springs, anyone here see that? Yeah, uh,
1: I, I knew that that one... That you one knew what I was, was building gonna, up to? Yeah, I, yeah. Knew, I knew that was going to come out of one conversation at least, because yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't get a big release, but whatever. It's it was just, supposed to
0: get a big theatrical release because of the pandemic. That uh, Hulu gave them an offer they couldn't refuse, and so they got their the production company got a big payday out of it. And that's a Destination Wedding movie that's in a time loop because mm. uh, some, because of some magic, supernatural element that happened. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of the main character. Is it the Shazam guy, Zach Levi? And I'm, no, 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 it's not no, him. that was it's, uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg, yes. He's, he's the main character. He's stuck in a time loop at a, uh, the night before a wedding, so the rehearsal mm. dinner, going yeah. through all that, and the way it unfolds from there, uh, another character winds up getting stuck in the time loop with him mm. and... Yeah, in a destination wedding where it's yeah that and you can find that one on who also so palm springs watch that one instead hard recommend for palm springs
1: hard avoid for the drop see, see and i i think they're in, i'm not a parent myself but i know that like you said there's a lot of comedy actors in here and especially from what i saw on the screen i know that that gentleman who was sitting right next to the woman. Uh, I'd I'd seen him in a movie before, but, uh, and I was saying...
0: Oh, yeah, that is, um, uh, one sec. I got the name here, uh, Manny Jermaine Fowler. Yep,
1: that's him. And I saw him in a movie before. He he was very good. Um, But, like, uh, I think because like Paul said, and it's a good concept, I've never seen the movie, but it looks like a great concept, like you guys said, but the only thing is, is that they, they need to not put comedy actors in it, they could, which is fine, but they need to put, like, actual, like, parents of, you know, because the, it would make much sense, because even, so, like, when you hire actors, you need to find the right person, who's like, who, are you a dad, like, are you a mom, because I remember Greta Gerwig, because uh, I love her, She. What a fantastic actress as well as director. Um, she had, uh, when she had did a script, she had actually given it to this uh, one of her producers and said, uh, do like, do people actually fight like this? Like, is this normal? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and then she's like, this is why it kind of was hard yeah, for me because think the they didn't understand yeah. this. But when I handed it to my other producer, he's like, you didn't even have to i understand that because she had she had said i've had sisters i've had you know brothers and they fought like this so the fact that someone understood what she was talking about in the script that was what she was really doing and like paul said because he's a dad and he knows like yeah when you give a baby to someone you're literally like it's kind of like like don't drop the egg here it's yep. really like tense moment and you're trying like oh my god if you drop it i will seriously argue it's i will like, give
0: uh, one spoiler in the movie the baby's okay the baby pulls through no no harm done to the baby so they're made they're made of rubber
1: yeah, all good. <laughs> yeah. I, I seriously cannot handle another like Child killing segment just because yeah the, it's the not fir- that yeah, well, they the, didn't the go fir- that
0: far thank God well the <laughs>
1: first one I actually saw and I'm not gonna lie was the original um, Pet Cemetery because the, the the one with John Lifko I love John Lifko but they didn't re- they did not need to remake that movie the first Pet Cemetery my God uh, it was so hard to sit through just because when you see this cute little boy and he's walking across the street trying to get his you know kite and his father's happy, they're all happy and then literally, you just see nothing but this huge red semi coming towards this little boy and he's just rushing to go get him and then all you see in the air is just this red little shoe just floating of the air and then it just comes back to you. it's like, no! And then it's just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god Made,
0: made you want to give up on life <laughs>
1: well, it's Just because it's a child and he's just playing yeah. with a kite and then of course what is a concept for Gorse the Great Stephen King to just Ruin your life and see a cute little boy well, get run over
0: <laughs> as unfortunate as it was unfortunate for that character 's life to get ruined, maybe you could fill us in on a character who's trying to another character who's trying to recover from a big loss in a movie. This character played by Tom Hanks called Otto and a man called Otto and how he 's trying to repair his life after severe circumstances
1: yeah this one was this one was like actually it was so it was it was like watching um if you ever seen the scene in Shawshank Redemption where this old man, he, of course, if any of you seen the movie, where he literally is trying to get back into society after being in prison for so many years, and he just can't cope with it. And so, of course, he just wants to go. He it, he just doesn't fit in the world. And that's what, like Otto, um, for him, his, and I love Tom Hanks because he's just an every Oh, absolutely. He, he, he plays this role so beautifully, and... I see in here
0: for the synopsis, he kind of has just suffering from a big loss of his wife who passed away yeah. and he's just down in the dumps.
1: Yeah, he, he basically, he just wants to be with her. Like, he promised her, like, if you look in the movie like there are so many sequences of him and his wife like she kind of pulled him she was the light that really pulled him out of his awkwardness um he didn't have very much a great relationship with his father um and so this here comes this girl you know and and what what a chance encounter that they met the way that they did and she was the light that like i said pulled him out of it but when she him the no. mouth his right yeah, and, and she helped him through everything, and she helped him like get his degree and did this other stuff and, and just the way that they are is when they are young in the movie, you see this is just a beautiful moment, of course, and I'm not going to tell you what happens, but of course, you know just watch the movie because it's really really sad um, it, the way that he is as an adult he's just he just hates the world, <laughs> and everyone's an idiot and I can I can attest to that because yeah it, it's just it's really weird when you when you lose someone and you you know you want to have them be with you after all these years, and they're not it's kind of weird to be in a house by yourself and so every time he tries to like take his own life he he gets interrupted by oh these no. cir- by these circumstances um of which and you'll see in the movie, um especially when these new neighbors move in and he's just about to put on the noose and of course this neighbor knocks at the door and of course he's like
0: i may as well answer the door yeah
1: (laughs) like god okay he's and it sucks because he he turns off his phones he disconnects everything and he just wants to like i want to be with my wife so like can you let me get back to what i'm trying to do but all these circumstances are just keeping him away from it and it's good because it's it's allowing him to at least live as much as you can in the, in this movie. And of course, I think
0: think they nailed it pretty well there, how they established it, how the movie went, moved forward and how him get out of his rut, made new friends. They, they absolutely hit.
1: I don't think, I don't think you could have picked anyone better than Tom Hanks to pull this role. It's just like, Watching him in Castaway again. Oh yeah, Castaway's and, freaking great. And my God, like he just Tom Hanks. I, I I would think out of any actors, like he first started off in comedy, but then I think when his when someone recommended like you need to do drama, you need to do this. And I think once he started with Philadelphia, and then he went to Castaway, and many other roles like that. It just was nonstop doing like. Just cry, get agony. Oh,
0: yeah. Back and, to back Academy Award winner. Well, yeah. and,
1: and this is this is just not nothing but a perfect segment for him because again, it's just like being on Castaway. He's trying to look at the crossroads of his life and seeing where he went wrong. The only thing is he doesn't have Wilson and I'm gonna make that. Oh joke gosh, because, Wilson. Yes. Because, the
0: volleyball, best volleyball in all of cinema.
1: And one of the best product placements still yes. also, so I'm not like I said, this this movie was just beautifully done and of course how would
0: you say this ranks with the say the uh, Tom Hanks pyramid because there's many layers to his pyramid of oh, greatness. Man. There, oh, man. with top tier, second from the top tier, middle tier.
1: I would say top tier because right up there's castway Forrest gum. I, I mean because he never lost. You know, many people can say like, "Oh, actors get old and they they don't have it anymore." doubtful even and I will say even Marlon Brando who was at the end of his life literally the last uh, interview he did with Larry King he still had his charm personality and he still got it yeah, so I want to look he, up his
0: interview now. and and,
1: still, and this is the same with Tom Hanks Tom Hanks is never gonna be done these are the actors you want in your movies even if they're in for like a second they still pull off those little cameo roles or whatever you give them because they have the chop still and they're not done yet and i
0: i know here the director caught my eye i didn't realize it was mark Mark forster i'm a huge fan of stranger than fiction here so to have the credentials behind this and
1: i and i couldn't believe it i was like he really did this movie i'm like okay that that's that's the top tier for already me and i also love that his wife rita wilson who produced it and his son was also in the movie and it just it just fit so perfectly. There's scene to scene and just everything just came into play. This is what a perfectly well movie is.
0: Safe, safe sound, safe recommendation there. Oh, absolutely. Let's see. Paul, I, you were about to jump in there?
2: I'm oh, sorry. I was going to oh, say, what, is, yeah. what do you think the uh, the worst role Tom Hanks has oh, played? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Oh. I'm sure, not everyone can be a winner there. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously. Is there one that comes to mind right away for you, Paul? Want yep. Jog my memory. What's, what's yours?
2: Mr. Rogers. Mr.
0: Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. I
2: thought he did a terrible job of it. Really?
0: That. Oh yeah. man. Well, you know, I guess the, I never watched the actual Mr. Rogers show that much as a kid, so I can't really say that. So give that the a thing fair is, comparison. Is Tom
2: Hanks, he has a tendency to just come off as really smug. Mm. And so him trying to play Mr. Rogers, he just he just didn't hit the mark for me.
1: Mm. I think it, I think it's I didn't like the movie, so to speak. I didn't like it just because the The whole synopsis of the movie was there was an investigation many years ago when Mr. Rogers first started his show where they sent an investigator over to his show to say, like, oh, what's this guy really about? And Mr. Rogers, who I've watched since I was a little boy, I mean, one of the nicest people like Steve Irwin or, you know, just any person you would meet on, the, you know, especially in the entertainment world, you would think, oh, this, like Paul said, oh, he's a bit smug. But, you know, he, I think it's just because, you know, he's that everyman. And not and a lot of people have ever seen an everyman. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to play Mr. Rogers just because. No, I
2: mean, because. You're not Mr. Ross. Like, yeah, like you can't, you can't, you can't just.
1: It's a, it's a hard, to be yeah, Mr. Yeah. It's, it's hard yeah, it's hard. to be Mr. Uh, Ross. It's a hard ask. Yeah, yeah. And like in, oh. because he's he's actually a military. It's just like Bob Ross. Like you wouldn't think he'd be an angry like Drill sergeant. Ah. Yeah, but he's oh the and that Bob Ro- in that Bob Ross yeah.
2: movie was garbage fire too. I'm surprised yeah. all oh, that fam-
1: documentary. Yeah, I'm surprised There's... the
2: family didn't sue sue them for that movie.
1: Yeah, oh, that, well. that wasn't the best look for for them just because. Yeah. Bob Ross, I mean, come on. Yeah, You're they did. The I think they're the best person in the world. Like, I, I, uh, I know they refused did. to be well, interviewed for
0: it. We're talking about that Netflix documentary, right? Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah get, that, that shouldn't even been made. Like, yeah. the fact that you had even... They permission. twisted a lot
0: of things around in there. Just
1: because whenever you make a document, like, it just goes back to what Johnny Depp said. When you make a biopic about someone and you're not being honest, especially if you're not even going to ask the people who are in their lives and just making things up. Yeah, like Paul said, I'm surprised you didn't sue for just defamation of, you know, wrongfulness here because this is not what Bob Ross was. So th-
2: this is a thing that pisses me off about, well, a lot of this these like documentary remake movies of people that have passed away. Right. So they they have a tendency to take something that's good yeah. and turn it into shit. Exactly. So you could like literally have a, a, a documentary about Say Bob Marley, mm. who's trying to cure the world with music, yeah. and, and talk about all the great things that he did, and mm. all the, you know, and everybody loves him for mm. all the great things that he did. Mm. But what they're going to do is they're going to make a movie about his bad relationships with women. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like,
0: why? Can that, yeah. that be the like, focal point for seventy like, percent of the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like
2: why? Why would? like this guy made an impact on on humanity that yeah. is like for the good like Mr. Rogers yeah. you know uh Bob Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob Ross, Ross. Yeah, yeah exactly but but you're going to you're going to try to go into yeah. the dark side yeah. of that person and, yeah. and try to ruin their legacy yeah. and make people like look at them in a different light like yeah. why would you do that Yeah, maybe like take you know go in and make it a documentary about Martin Luther King but instead of talking about you know how all the great things that he did we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about him being a woman beater
1: yeah and, and, that, and see know, they, they just go out to make these people look like oh these these martyrs these people who represent good they're just horrible horrible people yeah. well everyone if you talk to anybody nobody's perfect sure. but these people like Paul said and especially I said these people represented something and you're not capturing what they were representing it's just like Michael Jackson everybody looked at that trial what he was and he thought he was a bad person no how can someone who literally wanted to adopt every child from every different country and wanted to say oh what about the world and i want to do this and do that how can you say that's a horrible person that's someone who is a good person look at that those are people we should be admiring like gandhi or martin luther king or bob marley or all these people no no i'm saying that there you know there are bad
2: aspects to these people oh of course but But. you don't need to they're, they're already passed away. You don't need to highlight those yeah. things. You you need to focus on the good yeah. and, and transfer that good to future generations. Yeah. You don't need to try to go back and try to discredit them and try to make the future generations be like, oh, well, even though they were so good that apparently they're a piece of crap, yeah. so that humanity is effed.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, <laughs> that's yeah I, I hear you. It's like, Hey, you know, they're hiding the highs and lows of the career insurance. They should definitely, you know, reference and make sure to address the lows, but they shouldn't, like, make it be the end all, be all, big focal points of the movie. Like, it, yes. it sounds like they're just trying to, uh, like, you always hear in, like, autobiographies or, or like, in documentaries, you know, you know, like, I had the lows, you gotta talk trash, you gotta talk dirt, but the, it just seems like they get carried away with it.
1: Well, and not only that, but, like, Paul said, uh, actually, many shows uh, a long time ago, when about serial killers, it was the same thing we're talking about now. You'll, you know, look at these people, and they did horrible things. But because they're so popular, and they literally they raise these people up. They like they're on, you know, they're just oh, these people are so cool. I mean, even though they're horrible people, like they're on lunchboxes, they're on TV shows, they're on movies, and this and that. And it's like, why are we highlighting these people again? I mean, they didn't they do horrible things? Yeah. Yes, yeah. but they're popular, and that's what people want. Not what I want, but again, I'm not everybody, yeah, there so. shouldn't
2: be any movie, documentary, or anything made oh, off yeah. of Jeffrey Dahmer or any of those people. Absolutely. They, they yeah. should just be, like, thrown into the ground yeah. and forgotten forever.
1: Yeah, but see, people like to highlight, or they, uh, what was it, uh, what is the, my favorite line from uh, one of my songs, uh, the songs from Tool, he says, we all feed on uh, our tragedy so we we enable the tragedy we feed off of it because that's what people do so you look at mr rogers such a nice man but of course oh there's something wrong with that yeah. being nice is something wrong with that so i'm going to have this investigator look into him and then he was wrong and then of course he's like i'm so sorry
0: no yeah <laughs> like, you wrote that big you know movie that ended with a big kind of Make good articles being like, wow, it could have been more wrong going into yeah, this. Yeah, like literally.
1: Uh, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, uh, should be sorry. <laughs> um, for, I'm sorry. We, we, we probably should move on here. We still oh, got yeah, some go more, ahead. Go we ahead, got some no, more no. segments to go here. I don't yeah. got a good segue, unfortunately. But uh, before we move on, uh, a, a, a positive thing we want to highlight are our friends at the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill we want you to make them your next dinner and a movie destination. They're both located inside the River Mall in East Grand Forks, and you can either dine inside the movie memorabilia-laden restaurant The Shire or take your meal to the movie you'll be attending. I know, actually, I was at The Shire last week. I had a cheeseburger and pretzel sticks. I never had their pretzel sticks before. They were freaking phenomenal. and came with a great beer-cheese-esque-type dipping sauce. Some of this week's featured attractions at the River Cinema are Maybe I Do?, Living, Infinity Pool, and Sun. If you want to see the complete listings of movies and showtimes, go to their website, rivercinema15.com. Don't forget, Tuesday is $5 movies all day long, and their senior special, $5.50 set matinees on Wednesday and Thursdays. River Cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and it's family-owned and operated by the same company that operates the Grand Theater in Crookston. And you can make sure to check out their showtimes and listings on morefamilytheaters.com. So, yeah, check them out. River Cinema 15 and The Shire. All right. Victor, maybe we may have to make it a little quick this
1: week since we're That's
0: running fine. a little long, but i always definitely curious to see what you have in store for us. You said you brought in an
1: action figure or two for us this week? Yes. To keep up with the the theme of positivity, i got to bring in someone who has presented positivity since pretty much the 30s and 40s and many on Mr. Superman here you know and this and literally this was uh this was Frank Miller's Superman from Dark Knight Returns uh this is exactly what I think when when I thought of Superman I, I thought of Kingdom Come Superman of course when he had the long uh ponytail of course and he had the beard of course now he doesn't have it after of course he shaved it off but um but this is exactly what I think of Superman he's just he when he gets old he's just gonna be just as buff as he was when he was younger. How the hell does
2: Superman shave?
1: Uh he actually and cool thing about it, he looks into a mirror. And he actually uses his um, oh, gosh. You know, like heat vision and literally just sh- <laughs> and I'm like dude that's so oh, cool
0: that is pretty badass. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's clever <laughs> thinking
1: <laughs> and literally he just like like looks at it and just like directly just like does just the mirrors reflection just like shh. and it just like literally works and I'm like that is probably the most badass way to shave it's the quickest way to shave too which is I think is uh, but yeah he he literally just I, I wouldn't think that Superman would ever get old and like gray and anything I mean, probably the only time I've ever seen that was yeah, in Kingdom Come where he literally had gray across his black hair. Uh but he still was looks as tough as he as he does. So is this a custom creation or alteration or is this no, a this certain is, line? No, this was uh McFarlane toys, of course, and, and they did such a beautifully job uh with the symbol, of course. That I,
0: cape is wickedly just yeah, the I, way that's fleshed yeah, out.
1: I really wish they would have <laughs> the cape is so like when they do the capes for these lines, I always think like they they them and they they do this way. I always think, like, okay, they, they want to make like it like really a nice dramatic.
0: action shot with a win in full effect there. Yeah,
1: they really want to make it, like, really just like that. But I wanted to, like, hopefully they put an S on the back of his cape like they did when I was a little kid. That was always what Superman was to me. Like, he had the S on his chest, of course, as you can see, and he always had an S on the back of his cape for those who actually are, you know, big Superman fans, much like myself. Um, and that was that was what Superman, to me, represented just... It's the symbol of hope and freedom and everything and even when uh there was one comic my friend i don't like I, the
2: face on that one he looks too angry
1: yeah they said yeah they said he looks too angry but that, i mean you, you, I, i'm sure if you piss superman off a lot he'd be there in like a second and just like to annihilate you um but because there has happened before i think what was it when joker killed uh, his uh lois he literally not only just destroyed Ark of Asylum to get to him. He literally pushed Batman aside, punched through Joker's abdomen, and you just see the blood on his fist and just like ripped his organs out like they were just toys it's ruthless <laughs> and, yeah, that Superman. yeah and he, he like superman doesn't play like if he wants to hurt you he will hurt you in fact he even said i always treat the world as if it was nothing but cardboard always hoping that i wouldn't have to break anything but now i'm going to show you just how powerful i really am even when he punched dark side like the world His effect literally would liquefy the entire universe. He could destroy civilization just by going around the universe hundreds of times and just nothing but just crush it with his bare hands. And I've seen him do it because, I mean, Superman for Christ's sakes. because this is faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. And I think even with—oh, what was that one? Oh, when he— when he denounced his citizenship for, uh, for the US, the guy got angry at him because he wasn't there fast enough. He's like, oh, you would just suck. Why are you, you know, not protecting everybody else? And he's like, you know what? I can't argue with that. So he literally flew up in the air, denounced his US citizenship, because he wanted to help the whole world. And if you actually read one of my favorite stories by Alex Ross, because I love that man, such a great artist and storyteller that he is with his art. There was a story called Superman, uh, uh, Peace on Earth. um, And he literally took a a bag of rice and went all the way to Africa and fed children. And then even there was still a shot that Alex Ross did. And I'm trying to find that picture because I'm hanging up in my office where he's just sitting on.
2: Zack Schneider better make the sequel to. Oh, he won't. Oh, he won't. Because I, I, I think Darkseid is Darkseid is supposed to be more powerful than superman but i want to see i want to see that battle i just oh, like yeah. the avengers well yes, that,
1: yeah yes, i'm well, with that, you well that's cuz hey you and me both i've been waiting for dark side and superman to duke it out for years because those two whenever they have fought they literally destroy everything cuz
2: i thought I, I thought they did a terrible job Oh, with,
1: absolutely. Um, uh, what's a or justice league yeah
2: no they, no what what, what what was the um
1: uh in the comic books he had the whole, Oh, coming out of them. Oh, you mean Dark Side. Or not Dark Side, excuse me. Um I'm sorry, you guys. Um, uh it's Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah,
2: yeah, I thought they did a terrible job with Doomsday. Yeah, I didn't like but, that either. But Jack, uh, Zack Schneider's like uh, that looked phenomenal. I yeah. like I've been waiting for that sequel Sad. for and They're not
1: gonna do it, no, just because, like I said, Henry Cavill, but yeah, and I (laughs) believe me, I'm just as pissed off as you because when they, when I was, I literally was so excited when I went into the theater. And I know Paul did, and I know Dale did too. When we all went to go see Black Adam, and at the end of the movie, we saw Henry Cavill and and Black Adam meet each other for the first time. Everyone, I was like, let's go, and then literally two weeks later, guess what happened, everybody. That was nothing but a ploy. Henry Cavill literally wrote on Facebook, I'm so thankful to all my collaborators and such, because when James Gunn took over the DCU, literally, it just became nothing but a travesty because they were like, oh, we want to make films. Well, every film got canceled. Literally yeah. Boo, because every film got canceled. Nobody wanted to make films, at least anymore. All the projects you were gonna do all got canceled. Ben Affleck's Batman, not gonna happen. Yeah. The Batgirl movie, hundred million dollars. Barge, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just not gonna well, and happen. At the, and
2: at the end of the jack uh, Snyder, he's like, I mean, Dark Side is like, We're gonna we're gonna go old school and we're gonna send the army. Yeah, and but-
1: Bring it! Yeah, come yeah. on, let's, yeah. Wait, let's see that movie. Yeah. Come, come on, on. bring yeah. it. That's what we were waiting yeah. for, like literally yeah. for years. But then they kicked him off and said, "Oh, well, this was James Gunn's fault. It wasn't his fault. It was the Warner Brothers' uh, fault." The
0: Discovery merger, the new ownership. Yeah, yeah. because they, they, they knew. cut a lot of stuff. Yeah, and uh, we, yeah, we unfortunately recapped it a few times this last. year. It still burns. I, it still burns. Yeah, it and does. I mean, do I'm they
1: like, not realize like how much money they would make too? Not no. only that, but just seeing Superman again because Henry Cavill did a very very good job. I'm not gonna count the the first scene in Justice League where they literally spent millions of dollars with his mustache. They could have just asked him to shave it off first. Uh, so, because he was doing, you know, Mention Impossible, Bruce, uh, call for that oh, one, yeah. and he could have just shaved it off. They they
2: they it could didn't? they could make this movie a three hundred million dollar budget oh, yeah. and it would
1: double. Oh yeah, it
2: would double. I mean, people are waiting for it. Oh yeah, and like how stupid. Anyway, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Victor. I'm sorry. I know you. No, you no, do go, two, go, go, no, go ahead, go but, uh, ahead. We're, go ahead we're, maybe right. we'll do two next week. No, all right? no, go ahead. Like I said, yeah. I, oh, dude, I, I, love I love the passion. I love the passion. No, I'm with I, you. It's like I said, we can
1: move on. I'm sorry, everyone. It's just it still burns, and I I I just pray that Henry Cavill just has a great career. So
0: I'm sure he'll rebound. He'll rebound. But we need to move things along here. So I'm going to quickly kind of run down the upcoming releases, uh, not- noteworthy releases from this week. Got four things picked out. Uh, I know probably mentioned off Amazon Prime Video, one of your, your review this week for Lamborghini. Big uh, streaming movie hitting this past week here, Shotgun Wedding. It's Well, this is maybe for a couple movies. It's a rom-com where, I guess, speaking of destination wedding movies, it stars Jennifer Lopez and Lenny Kravitz in a destination wedding that takes place in the Philippines where everyone gets taken hostage by pirates. So there's your hook there. And it's streaming on Amazon Prime Video. Streaming on Peacock is Poker Face. Uh, They put out the first half of the season, the first four episodes of ten episodes, a new TV series exclusive to Peacock where um, the – The theme for it is it has incredible cases taken on by Charlie Kale, uh, played by uh, Leon. Uh, What's her first name? I I blanked on the first name. No, Uh, no. Your first
1: name. name. That was her first name, Leon.
0: Um, Okay. A, A woman with an extraordinary ability to determine when someone is lying. In addition to Leon, the series also features Joseph Gordon Levitt and adrian brody so i've heard this has been getting some good buzz on peacock and they're gonna be dropping the last half of the season a little later on here so
1: yeah and ryan johnson he's just been killing it with with tv shows and movies now so go go ryan johnson's
0: i know this one i'm really looking forward to though i he's very hit or miss for me the latest m night Shyamalan movie is another big suspense thriller knock at the cabin and the gist for this one is while vacationing a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avoid the apocalypse. And yeah, the main villain from this cult that takes a family hostage is Mr. Dave Batista, who looks like he is just acting through the gills with his character. Like, there looks like there's a lot of stuff going on with him in that. I'm sure you guys have seen the trailer maybe yet? Yeah, yeah?
1: like a hundred times, actually. And they're really pushing this movie, so I mean, this is probably... Besides the happening, I mean, this is yeah. Besides what it the is,
0: happening, and you know, I just sucked. sucked. Yeah, I did not like the happening. <laughs> it just I,
1: sucked. I, I loved Unbreakable. Dead body. That sucked. I
0: loved Unbreakable and I love Split. <laughs> I hated Glass. That could have wrapped up that I trilogy. Loved could Glass. have read a bit. I
1: actually loved Glass. It just... started
0: off good, but the way it wrapped up, it just yeah. Mm. I'm the same way. Yeah. Uh, so M Night Shyamalan, he'd be very hit, very missed for me. This one, it has me interested. I'm going to try and see it this, this weekend before all the buzz comes in with whether it's good or bad. I'm Night showing so, a ding dong He
1: just needs to stop with the twist. Like, we get it, man. We want to get the big twist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, just not a twist. And no more twists. Finally,
0: last other. So, yeah, Knock at the Cabin is going to be at theaters this weekend. Other big the- theatrical release this weekend is 80 for Brady. This can't, I guess this is in time for the football season here where oh, four best gosh. friends live life to the fullest. Uh, for for four elderly ladies or not elderly, kind of like seniors, like uh, they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero Tom Brady play, starring Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and yes, Tom Brady. Yes, so
1: they're, they're, they're really hammering this movie away, like, seeing a promotion. ton of previews. The man
0: who doesn't age.
1: Yeah, seriously, yeah, well, that guy does not age at all. Like, he just announced well, his retirement do? today. Actually, so. I, oh,
0: again, again, yeah. He said oh, he kept yeah. a, he did, he did <laughs> it. He you serious. Are you serious? <laughs> (laughs) I was gathering up news for our sports show for tomorrow earlier today. I'm like, all right, let's get caught up in sports news. And Tom Brady, he did did a short Twitter video. He's like, no, you only get one real, heartfelt, long, emotional retirement speech. I did that last year. This is going to be short and to the point. I'm retiring for good this time. So Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> like, it's like my friend, bro, what was it? Uh, my friend's like, yeah, this is like a Brett Favre moment all over again. We yeah, shall see. Yeah, yeah, it was like, that remains to be seen. Yeah, oh, I'm going to quit. At least he no, kept I'm it short.
0: <laughs> no big, teary-eyed uh, conference again, so we oh, shall
1: see. Oh, boy. This is a
0: We'll kind of wind things down here. Some plugs and quick takes here for some GFBS coverage going on this week on our other shows. You want to make sure to check out our interview from earlier today with Travis. I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. I'm sorry. Chasem, owner of Brothers Firearms. Chasem. Chasem. Okay, gotcha. Travis Chasem, owner of Brothers Firearms. Just down the hall from us in the Grand Cities Mall. They cover all types of ground. One of the longest GFBS interviews yet. Uh, Yeah, a lot of big... A lot of big topics, hard-hitting topics covered. And, yeah, Travis and John, they just went to town on it. Make sure to check out that interview. Uh, also want to make sure to turn in, I guess, speaking of sports, Fork Sports Highway tomorrow. Latest coverage of the NFL playoffs. A lot of big happenings. The Super Bowl set up. We're going to talk about the reimagined Pro Bowl. Well, get this. It's going to be actual flag football, the Pro Bowl this year. Oh, really? I, I dug into the rules and concepts about it. It's <laughs> We're going gonna, to yeah, have a unique twist on our coverage of the, of the flag football Pro Bowl this year. And of course, UND hockey, NBA, NHL, so much more to cover in local college and pro sports. All this and many more shows you can find every week by searching GFBS on your favorite podcasts, social media, and streaming audio apps. Or better yet, our website, gfbestsource.com. Alright, quick takes what you guys been watching this past week here. I know we kinda of mentioned a couple of things at the top of the show, Paul. Both of you and I watched. well, I watched half of Tar. you said you caught all. I know you said that you've been catching up on a lot of other T V shows and other things too.
2: Yep. Uh so uh I didn't even realize it that it was the season finale of Yellowstone, but I got to—I think it was episode eight—and mm. I went to go try watch episode nine, and it was like undiscoverable. Yeah. So oh, apparently, season
0: finale for the first half of the season.
2: Yeah, and so apparently it's not coming out until summer or something. I was so I was yep. kind of pissed about that. Yeah. Because uh, I, I I I binged watched mm. you know all the way up to eight, mm. which it, Yellowstone is kind of it's turned into more of like following the daughter. Mm. I mean there it, it, it's kind of turned into her show. Yeah. At, at least this season, mm. which I'm not a huge fan of. They're they, I mean they're making her out to just be like way too much
1: of a badass mm. and
2: it's it's kind of getting silly. But
1: hopefully they don't like literally Push Kevin Costner's character aside because I, I really want him to come back. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's even, starting
0: to overshadow. Yeah, well, he, he's just, still,
1: a, just a tiny, tiny. Yeah,
2: tiny he little. still has his his roles in there, but I mean, he's Kevin Costner. He's yeah. probably like I got better things to do.
1: Though. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I, I mean, I made this show, so it's okay. I could just step back.
2: But apparently, uh, he has another show out, just talking yeah. about uh, like making Yellowstone and and being. In Yellowstone, yeah. like more of like a documentary of mm-hmm. like the the land and everything, so I, I might check that out. But yeah, season five is yeah, it's it's it's, it,
0: it's all right. Yeah, step down so far. Maybe they'll save, save redeem themselves in the second half. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it,
2: it's I think that I think that after this one, mm. they need to wrap it up. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just gonna turn into one of those shows like you you're 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 trying to push too yeah. much money out of this and you're just ruining it. Yeah. And they got
0: the mm-hmm. spin off series now too,
2: two of them. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So they're they are they are just doing for a money grab now and they're they're just gonna end up ruining it.
1: It's... And they they've done that before. So I mean and like Paul said, Kevin Costner's already had Two shows under his belt, which is a documentary under his belt as well. So he could just do that and just end it because <laughs> he could just end it because you don't want to drag a show on because my god that would suck. <laughs> yeah, Paul, and you said
0: you've also been keeping up with Last of Us still. Yeah. So yeah, interesting last episode us, this last so, one. So have yeah. I. Yeah.
1: So
2: first episode decent. Second episode awesome. Third episode I almost want to not watch it anymore. Mm. The third episode was so fricking bad. And mm. all they did is they turned it into this gay romance between two guys that I were mean, like <laughs> prepper. Uh, well, one guy was a prepper and the other one wasn't. And at the end of it, you, you would think, okay, well, if we're going to have in, inject this, you know, uh man, 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 love relationship of these guys, like, you know, having a relationship in the future that it would go somewhere. But, At the end of it, you realize that, actually, it doesn't go anywhere. So all you did was you just watched uh, two gay dudes get it on, and then at the end of it, a guy got a truck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, 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 I <laughs> they had talked about like yeah. literally that they had actually talked about the the controversies behind that, and I actually wanted Paul was like I knew he was going to talk about that yeah. because they literally have, have they been getting a lot of buzz online with this yeah. episode then yeah. yeah. or because a it, lot it, of backlash because yeah, it's annoying. It's like it doesn't like Paul said it doesn't go anywhere. It just a gay couple and then a truck. That's it. Yeah. <clears> yeah, that's all you. you did. That's all you're getting. It has
2: no reference to anything no. to any other episode in the future. No, like it's just. Watching two gay dudes get it on for an hour and a half and then at the end of it the main character comes in and says hey look we got a a Chevy S10 Yeah, moving on with the show now. Yeah. Yeah, Oh my god I was so pissed. I'm like
0: I know that I think those characters were like minor parts in the game, but maybe they got maybe maybe it was too much in the in the show for what or maybe they just went too far with it. I no, have no idea. Like
1: even in the game, like they weren't they were yeah, supposed you play to be the like games, Victor? Yeah. I've actually uh my friend and I we actually I didn't get to play the game but i know oh, he yeah. played so it. You said
0: you watched him play yeah right? i watched
1: yeah. him play and it was it was good like there were there were characters in there that were actually like relevant to the story well, not even just relevant but they were talking about the actual story not about this like commercialized you know all those bs thing that they were talking about in the show and that's what kind of really threw me off was i was like please don't make this a commercial please don't make this a, into a commercial kind of event because they did and like paul said literally you see the couple, they have nothing to do with the story, and then of course you see the truck, and it's happy ending, and I'm like, that's not how it went in the video game! And that's what Kyle was like, okay, you know what? I, maybe they'll do it for the next season, maybe they'll go back to formula, hopefully, and it won't be a big deal. But they literally, um, <clears throat> they literally went into an article where it was controversy, and they were like, oh, how do you feel about this? How do you do this? Like, is this gonna impede the show, or is this gonna defeat the show, is it gonna make the show better? It's gonna make the show worse. All you had to do was was not talk about politics for two seconds. Just make it a video game show, man. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting (laughs) point. Every now and
0: then you'll see shows like... Uh, like with this example Last of Us or other shows like 24 well, they got 24 yeah. episodes of powder. well we're going to have a filler episode where the main no. the main character Kiefer Sutherland he'll be in like the opening minute then the last minute and then well we got 24 episodes to fill so we're going to fill the last like 90% of this episode with a bunch of characters that won't appear in any other episode they and have so, very little were, impact on the whole so overall close. arching arc like, yeah.
1: they were so close and it was a good show it was monsters and like, like they were literally letting you follow all the action and then I'm like uh, you just did, and, uh. and the thing of
2: it too is like you got this prepper guy. Okay, if he's he's gay, whatever, big deal. But he's got like this arsenal of guns. He's he, he's created like this perimeter around the city. He's you know got food supplies. He's mm. got everything. And at the end of it, they they, they just take the shitty S ten. Yeah, like, and I'm like why? Uh... Like you, you didn't you didn't think to grab all the guns? You didn't think to grab all the food? You didn't think. to... No no, just just gonna go, you know, and then and then I saw the, the you know the preview for the next episode and it was like, oh, and then they just crash it. So that entire episode was completely, pointless yeah it was just watching two gay dudes get it on
1: i, I literally like, I was just dumb i literally this is what happens when you give people too much power and especially in hbo it's fine to give one person the power but then of course like i said you can throw as much money as you want at someone but if you're not going to deliver good stories you might as well just not even have them do it this is what happens when you put politics into cool video game anything. Like no, it was fine until you just did this. And I actually and I watched the episode with my friends. We were literally all in the room. It was like we a watch ex- party. Yeah, like we were excited and then I was like, oh, this isn't news. This is just stupid politics again. Man, you were so close. I got- I liked it, it literally you. had nothing to yeah. do with the story. Like there there like
2: there, there was one like, five-minute part of that entire episode yeah. that had to do with the... the
1: yeah, uh, where Pedro Pascal's character... Or the clickers, yeah. or whatever they call yeah. them. Yep.
2: Yeah. It was like one five... The entire rest of the show
1: had nothing to do with the story whatsoever. Because I literally thought they were leading up to that, like, when they were going to fight the monster, like, the clickers. Yeah. And I literally was like, okay, here we go. And then literally I was like... You're kidding me, right? You, you literally had to throw this and that. What does this have to do with any of the fighting of monsters? And then, of course, they were like, oh, love story. Then, like Paul said, just nothing but a truck ending. Yeah. I think we're it was, in a commercial yeah, that it was end. so. it. I was so like, bad. come on.
2: Yeah, never- if the next episode... It follows the same suit, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with the show. Yeah, I mean,
1: Literally, they, they. I was rooting for them. I was rooting for them. Yeah, episode 2
0: was awesome, yeah, and I was just,
1: like, oh, okay, I'm going to get into this. Yeah, yeah first we,
0: couple episodes, yes. Yeah. yes. And you
1: got to see the monsters and how cool they looked and everything, and it was so badass. And the, just everything about it was just so cool. And you, The action, the drama, the everything. Everyone did such a great job, and then this. Well, tune in
0: next week to see if they uh, find out if they <laughs> redeem
1: themselves Paul, any other quick
0: takes for the week?
1: Uh, no. no. Victor? Um, like I said, I was excited for, for the show. Uh, I mean, Last of Us, I mean, because I literally thought, you know, and I've said this a lot about video game movies, especially TV shows. I thought they weren't going to make it. But when, like I said, Sonic and, of course, Pokemon... They did fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And very well done
0: with both everything. Sonic movies and the, the Detective Pikachu. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and then of course, Last of Us blew me away. Until you know, we just talked about it. the others. Of course, this episode was just crazy, and of course, a lot of controversies on it. And then of course, uh, I actually wanted to talk about Loon again because Loon is just hammering away at the you know just everyone. Hopefully, I want I wanted to, to see, see it last
0: weekend. I was shooting to it, that it was down to limited times this last weekend here at our local theater. I I, I was really shooting to see it but then i got tied up with other stuff and by the time i got freed up it was like the movie was already like 20 minutes when it started i was so hoping to see it i know i think it's still playing for a couple more days
1: yeah it is and and like i said i would go see it just because again it's great b-movie fun if you love that kind of genre please go see it it's it's just nothing but b-movie fun and the the everyone who was in it just that I love the love that they had for this movie, and just everyone was involved, and it was just a beautifully made movie. So, I mean, did that, you check out the GFBS interview with the filmmakers from last week? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get. A, I actually wanted to sit down and see it, but I didn't get a chance this week just because my work schedule has been oh, yeah. really stupid. Just um, yes, a quick
0: plug for in case people wanted to find out more about it. Yeah, we interviewed the two main filmmakers behind it. Uh, uh, the Eikhoffs there. And, yeah, really good interview finding out behind the scenes about how that movie, you know, some of the production stuff they went through to get it made.
1: Mm, and even asking them questions about it was very, very just interesting and they're a very nice group of guys and they're... they're yeah, you yeah.
0: actually talked to them. Ah, and it's they re- they stopped by the theater there. You're ah. you having to bump into them.
1: Yeah, yeah. and um, we even talked in The Shire and it was just, just their love for it, the movie especially and just the... Just everything about it was just so unique, and I loved that they used everyone they like, all family, friends, and people they knew. And it was just just nothing but B movie fun. I enjoyed it so. Please go see it. Please go see it. Any other quick takes, Victor? Um, otherwise, I'm just I'm really excited for the independent movies to see this week. I'm going to try my very best to get to see each and every one of them. Hopefully, if I'm not super busy, which I've been all week. So,
0: yeah, yeah. There's so much good stuff. Seeing, I know I want to see uh, Knock at the Cabin this weekend. Yes. Um, Maybe I try and sneak in loon. I know it's only a couple more days, so we shall see. Um, yeah. Other than that, yes, it was a big sports weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. The football playoffs uh, were hyper heartbreaker. We'll talk about it on Fork Sports Show tomorrow. Uh, a lot of too much tennis. Uh, like you guys saw, Last of Us season three. Too much wrestling last weekend. Royal Rumble, I, I mentioned it last week. Yeah, that was great. I started TAR, got halfway through. I'll probably finish out over the next day here sometime. So, And then, yeah, I want to watch Knock at the Cabin this weekend. So those are my quick takes this week. Guys, got anything else before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, I think, I've think we're
0: good. Right all right. Well, I'm very much looking forward to talking about Knock at the Cabin next week. Yes.
1: Sound like you're going to be catching it this weekend, yes. Victor? Yes. I want to see what have it because it's based on a book, and I want to see the book. I want to read the book before I watch the movie. So
0: awesome. All right. Well, tune in next week. We'll be talking all about it, along with hopefully a better a, a, a better thoughts for next week's episode of Last of Us and so much more. I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsors again: River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill, o for Heaven's Cakes, and the Southtown Poorhouse. Be sure to catch us live for all future episodes every Wednesday at 1 p.m. on GFBestSource.com or our channels on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Find past episodes by subscribing to GFBS everywhere you find podcasts. Or as we mentioned earlier, we now have our own individual podcast channel. Just search big screens and TV streams everywhere you find podcasts. Or check out uh, GFBestSource.com for the main GFBS webpage. Hit that donate link on top of the website of GFBestSource.com or leave us a five-star review on Google or your podcast app. Many thanks again for having us part of your day.
1: Many thanks to Victor. Thank you, guys. Always excited to be here.
0: Many thanks to tearing it up, Producer Paul. There he is.
1: Yes. (laughs) And
0: many thanks to everyone again. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.